it's your boy, Red Reggie, with an all caps, RED ALERT. If you're not all caps, you must be lowercase. Red Reggie has just been handed an emergency message straight from the Galactic Council. It seems as though your downstairs situation, yes, your specific downstairs situation, has been officially declared a void-wide state of emergency. Red Reggie will spare you all the gory details, but I'm seeing words in this memo like gratuitous, matted, genuinely and profoundly upsetting? Be the hero the Void desperately needs and get yourself Manscaped. Pretend the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is your very own Void Battlecruiser, sawing through the thick, endless darkness of the howling Void that is your bush, you sick freak. Why, you can be just like my new co-host, Captain Orion Starcross. Thanks, Hotshot. Hey, Voidfarer. You know, I may be a 3D, holographic, interactive likeness of a licensed multimedia property, controlled and produced by a guided AI system, but I understand the concept of body hair. When I boldly venture into that great unknown, distractions get people killed. Stay smooth. Stay ready. Plus, when Red Reggie uses the manscaped beard hedger to trim his stubble, your mother complains a lot less about the friction burn on her thighs. Yep, the only thing Red Reggie does give a fuck about is your specific mother's pleasure. Right now, listeners to the all-caps bulletin like you can get 20% off at manscaped.com, plus free shipping with promo code ORION. That's O-R-I-O-N at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's all caps, baby. Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book 2, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons & Dragons space epic. Who's here playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy, I use EM pronouns, and I am playing Xandar Radnex, who also uses EM pronouns. Hey y'all, my name is Bianca Phipps, I use they-them pronouns, I'm playing Hart, who also uses they-them pronouns. What's up, motherfuckers? This is Carlos Almedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And hi, I'm actual human Jules. <laughs> I'll be your void master this evening, and I use they, them pronouns. Now, while I go administer a Turing test to my cast, um, let's check in with one of our favorite characters and find out what happened last time. Last time on The Pod Has Been Cast... We returned to Fay Crossing, and Xandar's counselor seat was being challenged. But to be honest, Xandar never really wanted it anyway. What we really wanted was a fleet to keep us safe on our journey to meet with Artemis. With everyone sporting their own personal agendas, things fell apart pretty quickly. The new Gith counselor had a strange affinity for Hal and offered our crew some ships of his own. But we don't trust that asshole and we moved on. My mom seemed really worried about us. After telling her how determined we are to destroy Antithesis and stop Hal, 
With a worried look, she told us how proud she was of us. Later in the day, we bumped into Eos, and I handled that interaction like a boss, TBH. We told her that we intend to speak with Artemis. When we asked her if she wanted to leave a message, she said, Tell her that I love her, and I hope she does good. Same to you. Which, hold on one quick second, because I know you've got another episode to listen to, but I need your input on this one. Was she saying I love you to me, or that she hopes I do good? I said I love you back, but it was weird. You think she thinks I'm a freak for saying that? We've only talked like four times. Anyway, we parted ways, and the crew headed back to the hotel. After going over our game plan for a little bit, we went to bed. Well, everyone except Hart, who spent some time in prayer. They saw a door appear, a locked door. After leaning into the door to listen in, Hart heard a voice, their garden. Hart, you have decided not to go through that door. Correct. And as that decision is made, you see the world around you sort of shift instantly. Uh, You don't know how long you were standing there, but all of a sudden it is morning and time has clearly passed. You see um, Xandar is passed out in the uh, chair of the uh, council uh, uh, quarter chamber room. Um, You see uh, uh, Rain is gone, must have like went off to bed. Uh, You see uh, two curled up on another couch, um, like sort of violently thrashing in her sleep. Um, Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. I would love to. Let me get my dice out. Hey. Okay, yeah, we're for playing the, today. For the D&D podcast we're recording. Okay. Oh, perception? Um, that That'll be a 21. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. I'm awake. Um, as you were looking around, um, it's weird that time passed for you in this way, but it seems like you just kind of went into rest mode almost without thinking about it. Um, you look over at Xandar, and you see Xandar is clutching, like, something in his hand, and you see his hand is almost, like, vibrating. And Xander is, like, clearly asleep, but you just see, like, he's holding onto something, and his hand is just vibrating ever so slightly. I would like to go look at his his little vibrating hand. Oh, what do you do? over. Yeah. Um, do you try to, like, open his hand, or are you just, like, looking at what's going on? Um, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try to wake him up first i think like like that that like i like gently like shaking his his shoulder and and being like xandar your hand is buzzing (laughs) are you all right (laughs) Uh, and i look down at my hand and i open my hand yeah you open your palm and you see the um stone um you just like fell asleep clutching the stone that shale gave you um and as you open your hand you see it kind of just like floats up in the air in front of you? Whoa. Uh, I'm hello? not doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, you say hello and it just sort of like shines a little bit. Huh. How long have I had this thing for? Not long at this point, right? Uh, not too long. Um, it's sort of the last uh, token you have is shale, of, of shales uh, since you've said goodbye. Um... Well, this is awfully strange. I thought that this was just like a, a token, uh, some kind of souvenir. I didn't realize it was uh, alive. Uh, and Rain's not there? Uh, Rain's probably over in one of the bedrooms, uh, passed out. My own bedroom. <laughs> I got my own room. <laughs> dibs, dibs, dibs. dibs. <laughs> um, is, is, two, is two still there? Uh, 
thrashing in her sleep? Yes. Can I? Can we shake her awake? Yeah, let's get her up. Now the smartest person in the room. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, uh, you shake her awake. Hold on, you're gonna roll something for her real quick. She's my clone. She's sleep talking. She's saying some shit. Um, she's mostly just like a lot of growls and like hisses. And as she wakes up, she like starts screaming and like lunges at you, Xander. As you like sort of shake. Get her. I'm gonna grapple her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roll a Netflix check. All right. Can I help? Ooh. Um, no. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I, I got a uh, I got a five for my wake up hug. Uh she pounces and knocks you completely over and then runs across the room. What are you trying to do to me? Uh, uh surrender. Uh we just we got a little freaked out by that. And I'll point at the floating rock. Uh, you go to point at the floating rock and you look and it is just sort of hovering by your head as you sort of moved across this room. And now it is kind of orbiting your head almost like you have a tiny satellite. Oh, this isn't very conspicuous. We were hoping you could help us identify what is happening to the stone. Yeah, well, next time just ask, don't touch me. Affirmative. Um, she walks up, she sort of squints at it. She goes to like grab it and it sort of evades her hand as she does and continues to like its orbit around Xandar's head. She's like, <laughs> it's magical in some way. You must be attuned to it now. Do you feel different? Uh, I suppose I feel rested. <laughs> Can I like take a personal inventory of whether I feel different at all? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll. Um, Well, how do you do that? Um, I guess I just want to, like, think about my powers and, mm. like, what I normally am capable of and see if any of that feels, like, enhanced or, like, manipulated in any way. Sure. Uh, roll insight with advantage. Okay. Ooh. Uh, that is a 21. Hell yeah, about 21s this morning. Um, y'all are good in the morning. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> I'm very mindful. I know what's going on with my inner chakras. You are thinking and you're like kind of focusing on the stone and focusing on yourself and what you're capable of. And like flashes come to you. Um, some of them are your own. You remember like kind of uh, how you draw your gun, uh, staring down the sights of your barrel. Um, how to be quick at, you know, cards and uh, throwing knives and all the things that you've done over your career as a bounty hunter. Uh, but there are other memories there. You remember sort of turning your hand into a sword made out of stone, um, the edge so sharp and like slicing through someone. Uh, you remember um, firing off your fingers almost like bullets at people at a distance. And you feel like this um, dexterousness um, that used to belong to Shale kind of now belongs to you. And your dexterity is going to raise by two points. Nice. Uh, Wait, what? Just like my, uh, like straight up ability score? Yeah, your ability score will go up by two. Whoa. Hell uh, yeah. That is very cool. Okay. Uh, I will, um, I will turn to the little rock and say namaste. <laughs> it sort of like glows and like uh, kind of speeds up its orbit and like continues to like rotate around your head. Sweet. I don't think this thing's going to harm us. I think it's uh, some kind of gift from Shale enhancing my abilities. That's very thoughtful. 
We'll say that your morning continues. Um, you all, you know, scrounge up some food. Rain, you get up, you join the rest of your group. Um, you all have sort of a lot of things ahead of you. How does the party proceed? I'm bragging about all the cool stuff that was available in the one-bedroom, like, room that I was staying in. Am I still wearing the robe? Yeah, I'm wearing the robe and the slippers that were in the closet. (laughs) I even ironed my clothes, you know? uh, Ryan, you weren't supposed to touch that mini bar. (laughs) What? It's not that, like, they're going to charge me. There was no one there charging me money. What's the worst that could happen? Those jelly beans are 17 credits. <laughs> <laughs> and we have certainly been keeping track of our money. Oh, yes. Famously, yeah, right. you know, exactly how much money the party has. Our budget. <laughs> um, I, I, our, I'll say this in character. Our next move is to find Artemis. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. I, I, um. Unless we have anything else that we need to um, tackle in regards to uh, that general, that general who wanted um, to have those peace talks with Hal, I don't know if there's any like loose ends that we need to tie. But other than that, I'm ready to go try and find where where Artemis is. Yeah, I think regardless of what that general is capable of pulling off uh, with his own strange sense of diplomacy. If we find Artemis and we uh, get that cannon on our side, I think we'll be the ones with the uh, more chips on the table. Right. Affirmative. Then we'll say the party will head out back towards your ship um, if there's no other business to attend to. Mm -hmm. Um, You make your way over to the docks. You kind of have to go through the dock area to make your way down to the private docks where Hestia works. Um, You are flagged down, I think, at the docks. It's a busy, it's busy here. Um, you see there's, uh, just like kind of last time, if not even a little bit more, you were down at the docks. There are a lot of protests sort of going on. Uh, people seem still kind of upset about um, the uh, Gith refugee situation. There's less of that going on. It seems like now that the uh, issue of the uh, council has been established and the Gith Yankee have taken over their planet, um, that a lot of that is sort of being tied up. Um, you uh, see a lot of people protesting the prison um, that has been sort of moved into orbit around uh, Fay Crossing, uh, the one from uh, the dungeon that you all uh, sort of shut down. Those prisoners are still out there. Um, there's a lot of activity about that. Uh, there seems to just be a lot of security around too, trying to like keep the peace, prevent riots from breaking out. Um, and as you're walking, you were flagged down by another Githyanki, um, who kind of approaches you all, um, coming from the direction of the docks itself. Uh, is uh, kind of wearing finer robes, um, not really dressed like a military personnel. Um, Xander, go ahead and roll a history check. Okay. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be... Oh, I have a negative one in history. Uh, 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you'll oh, definitely... I did good. <laughs> you'll recognize this person as... No, no, 14's good. Stop. Um, Very good. <laughs> you'll at least recognize that this is sort of uh, more of an aristocrat than a general. Um, still a very powerful person. Uh, you can tell their clothing is decked out with like little bits of silver, um, very like precious metal uh, to your people. Um, they also have like a small armed guard that sort of um, accompanies them as they walk through. 
and um, they approach you um, directly. Mr. Radnax, I've been searching for you. Hail and well met, brother. Uh, may the astral strands of time weigh lightly on your shoulders. Oh, and may they weigh lightly on you as well. Vodar Radoff. It's a pleasure. A pleasure's all mine. A Radoff, Radnax, I do believe we share a bit of, um, blood. Yeah, I'm finding kin all over these days. <laughs> Indeed you are. I wanted to pass along the true counselor's thanks for how you handled everything the previous day. Truly a diplomatic showing. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I know when to hold them and know when to fold them, and I got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Indeed. I've heard all about these fish. You may need some assistance if you are to take on the renegade fleet all by yourself. Uh, the counselor would like to offer you, through me, of course, of the Silver Company, a gesture of good faith. We have two battle cruisers that could aid you in whatever you need to pursue. They're stocked and staffed and ready to go at your command. I want to look at my friends here, um, who I think, you know, we probably are all per scrutinizing this guy pretty hardly, right? Oh, Dang. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime anybody approaches us, Art is like, what's your deal? Can I make yeah. an inside check? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I don't trust smooth talkers. Fair. They all remind me of Elijah, and he <laughs> died. <laughs> um, uh, dirty 20. Damn, Let's okay, go. yeah. Um, less than his uh, deception, not very high. Um, there's definitely something else I play here. This guy has a game that is being played. Um, the offer does seem genuine of the ships, but there's definitely like something else that is coming along with it. And from that high of a check, you can tell he does not mean Xandar well. Interesting. Okay, um, I will ask, I'll ask, I'll look at him uh, and I'll say, there is a catch. A catch? Whatever do you mean? The counselor simply wants to show a thank you. This is a gift. Of course, the counselor expects his friends to help him in return, but that could hardly be called a catch. Correct. I suppose that would make it less of a gift and more of a trade. What does the counselor expect us to do? Well, it's just that strange matter of this weapon everyone seems to be talking about. Now, we at the Silver Company, we know a thing or two about weapons. We stock the entire Githyanki army. Uh, but something like this now, this uh, cannon, sounds mighty uh, dangerous in the wrong hands. And a Gith brother like yourself knows that the most powerful weapons belong in the hands of our people. To be clear, the Counselor wishes us to bring him the Annihilation Cannon. If that wasn't clear, then I suppose it is now. I do not feel comfortable delivering such a weapon into the hands of a man who was willing to negotiate with Ezekiel. Well, with all due respect, um, Warforged, I wasn't speaking to you. I am not a Warforged. Oh, my fault. It's so hard to tell the difference these days. That is not true. You would be able to tell if you had seen one in person. Mr. Radnax, do we have a understanding? Look, 
pal. <coughs> I'm not comfortable making any kind of deals. Uh, see, me and my crew here, we're really the more fast and loose type. And I thought I made my repugnance a little clearer. Uh, maybe y'all are having trouble reading through the lines, but I think it's best we part ways and y'all mind to yours and we'll mind to ours. Well, if that's how you feel, I'll have to tell the counselor that he will be disappointed. I suppose this news might disappoint other people as well. There were people you knew back on Limbo, right? People maybe that you even loved. It's a possibility. Who knows where in the void they are now? Oh, who knows indeed. Well, Mr. Radnax, I won't take up any more of your time. But if you ever need me, he sort of pulls out a little silver card from his robes and hands it to you. You'll know where to find me. Thanks, and you watch yourself on the edge of those swords. I hear they're sharp enough to cut a Gith's soul right out of his body. <laughs> What an interesting saying. He sort of glides away. I did not like him. Yeah, what yeah a, yuck. What a fucking square. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I mean, I feel like I was kind of an asshole before. It's it's weird that, I mean, I guess they're just meeting my assholery with more assholery, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, if, if this offer was so tempting, they could have just gone through the entire fleet themselves and just offered this stupid shit to Artemis themselves like you know what I mean like it's just it, it, it sounded like well, a big yeah. old setup you know and there must be something about what we're bringing to the table that that makes it that makes us more likely to succeed in this regard you know it seems they're not confident in their own ability to apprehend the annihilation cannon so at least we got that going for us but yeah look I'm not I'm not at a point anymore where I think that we should be bargaining or negotiating or trading favors. I, I think we've got our goal right in front of us, and well, if we need a fleet, we've got that retinue of prisoners that are looking for command. Affirmative. Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable? He seemed to make a vague threat about someone that you knew. Yeah, it's strange. I feel a sense of uh, protection, like uh, I'm obligated to help, but that's just not the way it naturally comes to Gith. We mind our own, and it's it's hard to explain without sounding kind of selfish, but if if y'all are in trouble and, and in different places, it's not like we've exactly got each other's backs. It's, it's, it's sort of an understanding. Affirmative. I think being around y'all has done a lot to my gift capacity to care, and uh, I'm struggling with that a bit, but I can't save everyone, and I feel like these days I can barely save us. Well, I mean, well, frankly, if we don't even get our hands on this cannon, there won't be anyone to save, so we might as well knock this out. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Affirmative. You all find yourselves going down into Hestia's private dock area where her lab is set up. Um, you go down there and you see, uh, seems like, um, looks, looks like they're all hard at work. Um, but you see like a kind of a crowd gathered around Hestia who's like on her computer, like a crowd of um, white coats as you go down there. Um, you also see, yeah, yeah, that's what you see. 
two is with us. I assume we didn't leave her at the apartment. <laughs> Nobody rolled for two, so yeah, no, she's there. Um, okay. As, as you <laughs> go down, she sort of <laughs> runs over to look at what everybody else is looking at. So these doctors are all circled around, you said around Hestia? Yeah. Um, oh, who's shit. working on something on her computer. Oh, I shit, will, yeah. I will follow as well and make sure to position myself uh, so that Rain is between Xandar and Hestia, so that Rain has to confront her. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Totally fair. Um, <laughs> as you approach, Hestia looks up from her work. About time. Um, she stands and uh, she uh, uh, sort of um, indicates for Hart to come forward. May I see you for a minute? Affirmative. And I will uh, wheelie forward. Um, she uh, pulls out like a device that was plugged into her computer. Just this like compact little black box. And um, she like holds it out to you. Would you take this? Uh, I kind of look at Rain and like slowly start to reach my hand out, like, mm-hmm. yes. But if something is wrong, can you I tell me? Can I, before Heart touches it, can I identify it? Uh, you want to cast identify on it? Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Um, are you stopping Heart from grabbing it, or he- yeah, just be like, well, maybe first I'll just ask. Has to have hold on, hold on, hold on. We trust Has to have I'll, right. I'll reach out and, and, and then I'll, I'll say, What is this? Mm-hmm. I think it is an answer to our problem, but I need to test it out first. Is this going to hurt me? Well, that is the test, Hart. Mm. I take it. God cool. Damn. Yeah, you take the box. Um, <laughs> it zaps me. Ooh. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> it, um, Don't be so stupid. <laughs> I totally got you. <laughs> I like your Hestia impression. Um, you're holding this box in your hand, and she sort of takes a step back, uh, folds her arms, and like kind of narrows her eyes at you. Go ahead. Is there like a place for me to like put insert it into myself? Um, yeah, roll in. That's and up to you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, nobody can tell you what you want to insert You're it to right. yourself. <laughs> uh, but go ahead and roll uh, investigation. Okay. Can I help with that? Sure. I'm like kind of eyeing it myself. Um, nice. Investigation? Yes. That is... Oh, that's a uh, 22. Hell yeah. Yeah, Rain comes over and you all look, and it looks like you would kind of be able to uh, plug yourself into this thing. Um, you uh, need to, like, sort of open up a compartment in your chest and sort of wire it in to your crystal, but it does seem possible. Before I proceed, I would just like a little more information as to what you're expecting. <clears throat> sure. Well, I suppose I'll give you the simple version. What I have stored in that device should destroy AIs. Is the test to see if I will survive? Correct. And if I do, it will be a failure? No, it'll be a success. Unless, of course, you are an artificial intelligence. I suppose not. I haven't given much thought to that. Obviously. Now is not the time. (laughs) Can I make an insight check? On... My real concern is that this is going to hurt Thesis. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll inside. Uh, roll with advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dirty 20. 
what is going on over there? <laughs> I don't know. Wowie zowie. <laughs> um, yes, this would be detrimental to thesis inside of you. If this works, it would probably wipe that off of you. That's such a... It's so interesting, but... I cannot yet. Well, then, I suppose, without a proper test, we'll just have to assume that it works the way it's supposed to. Have you not been able to test it on any of the software Antithesis was bubbled into? It works on that. My concern is the... Warforged? And your kind as well. It might be too aggressive an antivirus and could affect you and be used against your kind. I see. Either way, if you insert that into whatever servers Antithesis is running from, it should wipe him out and spread from there to any system he's inside of. Thank you. For what? Helping. I'm doing my job. I don't require things. You get it anyway. Very well. I would have much preferred if you had interfaced with it. But there you are. Track down Antithesis, install the device, and end this. Hestia, really quick question. Is is there any way that, based on your experience creating this device, is there any way that we'd be able to channel even the remaining power of Thesis to obliterate any bad software or any bad AI? I suppose one could if one was under the impression Thesis is good AI. After all, did that program not create the program we're currently dealing with? Right. Affirmative. But you're saying it is possible. It may be, but what I wanted is an absolute solution. This will rid the galaxy of every AI, and we can start over fresh. A clean slate. One of my best friends is an AI. I don't follow. You just said you'd wipe out every AI and start fresh. One of our best friends, one of our crewmates is an AI. I see, and this friend is worth the entire galaxy. I didn't calculate for that. Hmm. There will be a lot of ramifications if we erase AI completely. Indeed. Sometimes progress has ramifications. I suppose the point I'm trying to make, Hestia, is you're no more fit to be wielding the scales of justice than I am. And yet, I'm the only one of us who's done it before. We should go. Indeed. I expect regular updates. Affirmative. Uh, she's it's like hard drive sized, I imagine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It kind of uh, fits in your hand. Um, it's it's like a big kind of block, like an external hard drive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm imagining. I was slowly I, you know. but surely ex- describing an external hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> the first six seasons of Glee are on this thing, huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 interface with it. You have no idea. <laughs> You'll never Don't know. open the homework folder. <laughs> <laughs> It's a school because it's private. Um, uh, okay, I do th- I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I don't want to explore what Hestia has on her private folder. <laughs> <laughs> Weird mind flare. I don't want to get into it. I do think we should talk about this. Uh, yeah, privately. I don't want to talk about it in front of her. Yeah. So maybe we could find a place to quickly 
chat before we uh, head out. Sure. I mean, your ship's right here on the dock. Um, as you um, go to leave, the elevator opens again, and you uh, see uh, uh, Lucina, your uh, mom, sort of uh, mm. running over. Oh, God, I thought I missed you. No, no, we still have some time before we head out. Is is everything okay? Are you sure about this? Yeah, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. This feels like the right thing to do. All right, baby, I'm just... I worry about you. Well, I don't think you should worry too much because everything you've taught me, I'm going to carry on with me, and I'm going to make it right. Uh, listen, I got you a little something. Um, she takes out, like, a little, like, present and hands it to you. You missed a couple of birthdays, so I made this myself. I... I forgot when my birthday was, to be honest with you. Um, and I remember it, so don't ask me, because I uh, already know it. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Can I open it now? Uh, in, I... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> and in the strangest rain fashion ever, like normally you would expect her to like almost eat the wrapping paper. She's so excited. She does that thing that people do where they like meticulously like unwrap the, very the carefully tape off and fold it and like seal it. And I am just very oddly like ritualistic with this this gift. Are you all right? Because it looks like you're breaking into a sweat. I'm, uh, I'm I'm fine. I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. Okay, baby. And I finally, I wrap it into a nice little, like, origami square and put it to the side. <laughs> the wrapping paper, not origami the gift. Origami square? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The famous no, origami square. The famous origami square. It's, it's like, it's like you know, one of those little balls, one of those little, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, you find inside of a box a um uh, a tube, the metallic tube. Uh, what color do you think it is? Um, it would be Rain's favorite color. It would be like a steel blue. Yeah, the steel blue tube. It's um probably God. You know, I'm terrible at describing the size of things. Um, the first thing that came to my mind is the size of a candle because I'm looking at a candle that I was basing the size mm -hmm. of this item off of. But you know, picture a prayer candle, you know? It's yeah, about yeah, the size yeah. of a prayer candle. <laughs> um, and um, as you take it out in your hand, um, you feel it like sort of vibrate to your touch. Um, and uh, she says, um, just so you have uh, whatever tools you need on hand. Um, it's my own design. I call it an all-purpose tool. Whoa. How does it work? Um, well, if you need a certain kind of tool, you just uh, focus in on that and it should be able to make it for you. So um, what this is is an all-purpose tool. Um, an all-purpose tool can turn into any set of artisan tools as an action. Um, any tool that you make with the all-purpose tool, so if you turned it into, say, uh, cook's utensils, uh, you would have proficiency in. Um, Whoa, cool. It will also give you a uh, plus two to your um, spell attack modifier and your um, spell save DC. Wowie zowie. Thanks, Mom. And I give her a hug. Uh, she hugs you back. Um, she's like, if anything happened to you, I, I don't know what I'd do. Just be careful of don't worry, we'll celebrate my next birthday whenever that is. <laughs> Together. 
she sort of tussles your hair and uh, she looks at the two of you and she, uh, uh, Xandar and Hart and uh, she says, take care of her. Make sure she showers, eats, drinks water, all that. Affirmative. We'll try our best and uh, if you don't mind letting us know when her birthday is, uh, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think it's ever come up. I'll, I'll put it in our, our, our group chat, the one without Put it in our shared count. <laughs> <laughs> Where we keep Rain's grooming schedule. <laughs> you guys have a shared calendar? No. <laughs> Negative. She's like, shh, shh, shh. Don't worry about that now. Go play with your toy. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> Flying it around like a plane. <laughs> and uh, she leaves you. Uh, so you are back aboard the Corsair. I assume you're going to have this meeting in the captain's quarters. Um, is there anyone that you're inviting to this meeting as well? Is it just the uh, core three? This oh, is. yeah. We're inviting Donnie. Okay, cool. And we're inviting Orion. Okay, cool. And we're inviting Red Reg. Oh, dope. Yeah, Red Reg. Uh, you come up and you see Red Reg is like sort of like spread out on the pilot seat. Um, you see uh, Rat Snatch has sort of moved over to the co-pilot seat. And as you like sort of walk there, you see that Rat Snatch has like a black eye and sort of like smiles sheepishly and like quickly looks down at the co-pilot uh, station. Uh-huh. And uh, Red Reggie gives you all the middle finger. Cool. I Good. respectfully give him the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a, a salute. I do it very yeah. like uh, overly um, like staccato, you know, very yeah. sharp. <laughs> Yeah, and then he takes his middle finger and, like, slowly and seductively sucks on it. Okay. I can't All right. <laughs> We're going to have to work on this nonverbal communication. <laughs> we are I not, do not on understand the same page, what is sir. happening. Uh, so, yeah, all of your friends and you are up in the uh, captain's yeah. quarters. All of our friends. <laughs> Everybody's invited. I think the, the only other character that I would want to potentially check <laughs> in with character. is, do we know if... Um, Horus is back oh, yeah. from Dungeon One. Oh, you have not heard from Horus. We have not heard from Horus. We don't know if he's around to potentially take command of our um, ship full of uh, prisoners. No, through the channels you have, you um, do not know what became of Horus. Okay. Yeah. Man, that ship needs a captain if we're going to take it with us. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Well, maybe a little bit later we can figure out a way to sneak some comms to him and see if we can get in touch. But I think we should talk about this box. Affirmative. Oh, right. I set it on the table. Um, we like and then... Lord of the Rings, <laughs> like, circled around the table. And then I spin it, and then whoever it lands on... <laughs> has to talk. Has to put it in themselves. <laughs> okay. Um, but then I, I I haven't told you yet. I just There just hasn't been time. But I think now is when I will tell you about the door and the voice that I heard. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Quick clarifying question. Yes. Tanya is in this meeting or no? Hmm. Mm. I personally say yes. All right. I'm in. You know okay. what? Yeah. For the drama. But she's just watching. I don't want to hear too much commentary from her. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I will no. Uh, choose one of the other six characters in this room to voice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mo- mostly, I just want her to be there because at this point, we're just like spinning the Jules NPC wheel. I'm yeah. really open for some, for some NPC on NPC conversation. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we'll all go around the room and introduce ourselves with our names and our pronouns <laughs> and a fun fact just to get reacquainted. <laughs> 
<laughs> truly, truly fuck me, right? Just like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I will say to Tanya, as like we're walking in, um, if you could, this meeting remains confidential. Of course. I wouldn't leak anything without your permission first. It's good to see you. Always a pleasure, Art. Um, and Donnie's there? Yeah. Our boy. <laughs> um, yeah, Donnie's like passing out tablets and um, coffee. Wow. Great. Um, I take a coffee and I put it on the table. <laughs> um, and then I, I tell everyone what happened to me um, very briefly. Uh, and I explain that um, I think it's possible... I believe it's possible to hack into my own mainframe and readjust some settings, as it were. Hmm. How so? I don't know. <laughs> but the process has been done before by Maeve, and I believe whatever's on the other side of this door would be willing to assist as well. Interesting. What does it unlock in you? Is this some kind of separate entity, or what have you experienced in the past? I believe it is the piece of thesis that was installed in me when my memory crystal was broken. Well, we've seen how powerful antithesis is, and if we can access that, we'd have a hell of a gun on our side. Affirmative. Heart, I'd be more than happy to help you unlock this, but I think we should be very careful. If we open this door, we might unlock a part of your memory crystal that might bring back some things that might be difficult to remember. Painful to remember. Affirmative. I am not afraid to face them if you will be there with me. Yeah. I ultimately, in regards to this box... I think Hestia's mind is in the right place. We need to be able to stop the reproduction of Antithesis, but I think she's going a little too, um, you know, scorch the earth. With yeah, I'm, I'm getting a sense of overzealousness for uh, testing it on Voidforge and Ward Warforged specifically. Uh, yeah. I think... You know, and I'd need your opinion, Donnie, on this one. And, of course, uh, it'd be a conversation we'd be having with you, Orion. But I think if there were some way that we could test it on maybe a copy of Orion, if Donnie could isolate it isolate it in some kind of device and maybe just strike that one copy. Uh, sure. I'm going to roll a check for Donnie. Um, yeah, Donnie um, sort of uh, flips through his tablet um it looks like from Hestia's notes it'll have no problem taking care of Orion or any other AI the uh, gray area becomes what exactly the void forged are um but the math checks out the device should work okay well, now, sounds like something we may not be able to run an experiment on we'll just have to trust the numbers Right. We can trust the power of this box. I feel very confident that the box has the capability to do what Hestia says it's able to do. Orion comes up and like puts a hand on your shoulder and immediately goes through your shoulder um, as he has a hologram and says, test it on me. Go ahead, plug it in. 
I'll take one for the team. I'll take one for the void. That's why I'm here. If a captain isn't willing to take his own medicine, he'll never administer it to the crew. And if I go, you fly my ship into tomorrow. You just keep flying. Thanks, all right. Now, hey, Rain, which episode was that one from? <laughs> I'm crying. I'm like, season six, episode three. <laughs> look, look. All right, please. Uh, stand down, stand down. I I guess I would want to ask you, you know, if you feel any kind of sense of uh, brothership or, br- or brotherhood with the copies that wound up getting made of you, we wouldn't have to nuke the copy of you that you are now. We could just make one and sort of scrap it. He kind of looks out um, through your window into the void, um, although it is still in the loading dock, so just kind of out (laughs) at a wall, and says, God damn, there are more of me out there? What kind of, what kind of mess have I gotten myself into? I suppose, I suppose one version of me is much like any other, just wants adventure, maybe some love. As they do what you gotta do, Doc. Put me out of my misery if that means my crew gets to live. Hell, I'll take on every version of me myself if I have to. I'm loving this, all right? It's fully back. This is fantastic. (laughs) Minus all the weird stuff. I think, um, I think Hart is gonna take the box and put it back in their fanny pack, um, the one that's around their neck. Um, sure. and you also say, have a bag of holding. Just to I will remind the party that there is a bag of holding. And I just want everybody to, you know, for those of you keeping track at home of my inventory. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Quite a fanny pack. Uh, quite a fanny pack. Um, I tuck it in and I, I say, um, I would feel most comfortable if we use this as a last resort. I am not sure yet that I have fully processed what this means, but with all good intention, it would affect me and Orion the most. Well, that brings me to my next point. I think if we're able to successfully open this door that you speak of, Hart, and if it does contain the information that we think that it contains, we'd have to go through a really difficult process to open it. There's a chance that I might be able to separate the thesis data and the antithesis data in this device. There's a lot of ifs, there's a lot of maybes, but I think with the with the more data that we have, the more I might be able to separate it within this device. I trust you. I do not know if a separation is the right call. They are balanced forces and we cannot eradicate one without the other then we might be able to create some sort of container then I think first we try to unlock the door Mm -hmm. and if that fails you will have a suitable container for a piece of antithesis which you can then test the box on And if something happens to you, what if we open it and you're not the same anymore? I am always changing. 
You hear a snore from across the table, and you see Red Reggie has fully fallen asleep. Hmm. He's tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say Reg, and I'll pound my fist on the table. Uh, Red Reggie doesn't give a fuck. What's up? <laughs> How fast can you get us to the outskirts of the Renegade fleet? <laughs> um, About as fast as Red Reggie finishes with your mom. Oh, pretty fast. So is that a self-burn is or is that a long time? <laughs> no, you misunderstood. Red Reggie just can't stay in there for too long. If you catch my drift, there's far too much going on in there. I'm just looking at the rest of the table and be like, uh. <laughs> I need a translator. Uh, uh, quick. Red Reggie has to close Red Reggie's eyes in this situation. Picture something preferable and bang one out quickly. So fast. <laughs> the title of this episode is Gang Tries to Talk to a 22-Year-Old Man. <laughs> I think he's trying to tell us that he prematurely ejaculates. I, I'm not following. Are you please. afraid of the renegade fleet? Red Reggie's afraid of nothing. Red Reggie could outpace the Renegade fleet. No problem. Even in this frankly piece of shit of a ship. Good. <laughs> so fast is the answer to the yeah, so question fast. Really fast. So right, thank you. Uh, Donnie, what kind of intel do we have uh, about that area and, and our best chances of just pulling up and having a conversation about knocking on the door? Oh, uh, yeah, Donnie will say, uh, there's not a lot of intel on the Renegade fleet. They're space pirates. Um, they take ships and um, clear them of their crew, and they use whatever is left as salvage. Um, they're dangerous. They're ruthless. But um, I suppose you have a connection. That's my next question for you was going to be uh, if there was... Any chance you knew uh, how to get in touch with a certain someone who may be help, able to help us negotiate this uh, conversation with the uh, orcs? Uh, you see Donnie's face goes red. Like, like who do you mean? Well, you haven't been keeping tabs on Birdie, have you? <laughs> why, would I, why would I keep tabs on Birdie? I don't care. I'm rolling uh, an insight check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to ask for advantage. I don't need it. <laughs> 19. Oh, uh, yeah. Donnie probably has a good idea of how to get in touch with Birdie. Might be worth checking to see if his old number still works. Um, You know, I, I'll have to look into it because, you know, there's a lot of uh, difficulty with communications with, you know, the current situation. So um, I will uh, work on a full report on whether or not that's something I'm capable of. And um, maybe I'll sync with Tanya uh, if we could, like, grab, like, a quick stand-up in, the, like, let's say, a week. And uh, we can talk over, like, what some of the options are when it comes to contacting Birdie. Um, but until then, I would say maybe look into other options. All right. Well, you know, just... Every every little bit helps in these kinds of situations. I, I think I might have just had a, an, a bit of an idea looking over at um, Gruff Orion a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Orion, how would you feel about being the captain of your own ship? 
the captain of my own ship. <laughs> Suppose it never occurred to me. I guess I have the skills. I guess I have the charisma. But do I have what it takes to lead a crew of men into the void? Well, damn. I guess there is only one way to know for sure. Voidfarer, you get behind the beast and you ride it into the night. I'm like mouthing the the words because I remember it from the show. <laughs> You're mouthing them. Yeah, I'm mouthing the words. <laughs> I think we might just have a, a crew uh, just hard enough to follow your leadership. Well, damn. That's just crazy enough to work. Is there, is there a way we could port Orion into the ship that's harboring the prisoners? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> um, so you'll know that the, the prisoners are in a freighter, right? So they're sort of in a large container, similar to the one that you broke um, into uh, Rain and the one that you were guarding her. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, you could attempt to hack into it, uh, but it is like kind of up there and being patrolled by like Fate Crossing Guard. Well, it seems like we, even if we just asked permission, would be doing them a favor by taking them under our command. Um, Tanya will lean forward actually at this. I guess I have done every single one of these goddamn voices. I knew it. I was <laughs> waiting. I was like, we just got one more. <laughs> and Tanya, <Bingo. laughs> Tanya will say. It actually might not be that simple. You see, it's sort of become a bit of a diplomatic nightmare. I mean, there are certain people that suppose would just want them gone, but there are other people that want them to pay for their crimes. Uh, you could try to steal the ship, I suppose. Um, but again, you are so far have a very good image, all of you, of being heroes in the void. Uh, that could complicate things. Is there a way for us to position this as the right move to make everyone happy? If we are taking the prisoners to the renegade fleet, surely that is punishment enough. Could be. Um, I suppose it depends on what channels you want to work. You might end up owing people a few favors. Hmm. That's fine. I don't mind cutting a couple deals. It, it just seems to make so much sense. Yeah, it seems <clears throat> to help everybody out. And maybe not, maybe not to spend it so much as uh, as a punishment, but as an opportunity for redemption. Hmm. Fair. Um, and you plan on taking a freighter into battle? Well, if it's anything like the one we met hard on, it's got to have a weapon system to it, right? Um, Red Reggie will say, uh, Red Reggie could tear apart a freighter in a couple of minutes. You just need a few missiles. That thing doesn't have a lot of combat capability. It's just a people mover. And it wouldn't be beneficial for those prisoners. Well, How much time think do we have? If y'all think it's a bad idea, then... I suppose we don't need a show of force, but... It's up to you, Captain. I did hear through certain channels that there was an offer of a couple of battleships. Yeah, but that's a non-starter. I'm sorry. I understand, but... We don't want to make any strange bedfellows at this point. Can I make, like, a history Sometimes check? Sometimes you gotta get into bed either way. Um, there was nothing mechanical about the general. Right? What? Heart, okay. <laughs> Let me explain my line of thinking. Okay. Heart doesn't trust the general at all. The Githyanki general, the yes. The Githyanki general, um, who made the deal with us, um, and is is currently working off the assumption that if we bring him the Annihilation Cannon, he's going to give the Annihilation Cannon to Ezekiel, and then we'll all be boned. 
Um, um, from what you understand uh, from that conversation, and you rolled pretty high insight, um, the general wants the Annihilation Canyon for the GIF. Um, it really has nothing to do with Ezekiel. Okay. I don't want the Annihilation Canyon to exist at all. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, just to clarify, like you can totally like go through with, with your plan to uh, get the prison ship. It just, um, for clarification, is simply a prison ship. It is not like a battleship. It doesn't really have like weapons for combat or anything like that. It's just like a large ship that moves people from one point in the void to another. Hmm. What if we, is it possible for us to go ahead and have this idea be perhaps planted in the minds of those who own the battleships? As in, if the general thought it was his idea to solve the prison problem by sending them after us in his ships, looks good for him. We have backup. We're not directly responsible. That does make, yeah, some sense. (laughs) Strategically, it seems to check a lot of boxes is all I'm saying. Affirmative. I wonder if we could talk to the Sturge and see if maybe the Sturge could help us spread the word that this was all the general's idea and like, you know what I mean? Like, mm, not a bad idea. I'll see if I can get into contact. Yeah, that that might be really cool. Maybe, maybe like if if we reached out to the Sturge and, 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 and created some sort of article uh, saying that the, you know, there's like mounting some pressure on the general uh, to do something, but then like we can convince him that that's the solution that maybe that, like you were saying, Hart, that that it was his idea to come up with that solution and then like slowly start bringing out propaganda that it was his and kind of pump him up through the media. I can definitely get to work on that. Now, a campaign like that might take some time, but I'll reach out to the Sturge and see what they're capable of. And what is the end result, again, that you're looking for? You want the prisoners released, or you want them on ships fighting for you? Only if they wish. Mm-hmm. It should be voluntary. Hmm. A rebel army. No, sort of like a revolutionary army. Interesting. I don't know if the public will go behind letting a bunch of prisoners run a warship, but I can definitely do my... I can see that the Sturz does their best. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess it's just us and the crew then. Oh, there is um a message though from Counselor Point Break, the dwarven counselor. Um, does want to remind you that his uh, pledge of support still stands regardless of the council's action. He's prepared to act against the humans in the interest of the dwarves despite council approval. So, if you want him, you can call on him. I imagine if you want the full force of the Dwarven fleet behind you, though, you're going to want to make sure you need it. Yeah, let's keep that ace in our sleeve for uh, what I anticipate to be quite a scrap we're going to get ourselves into down the road. The Renegade fleet's not necessarily our enemy now. We don't want to go firing off all our bullets too early. Um, so Donnie, uh, leans forward. So, what's our heading, Captain? We make for the Renegade fleet. And if we can pick Birdie up along the way, that uh, may be useful. I don't know, maybe. I mean, who knows? He could be dead. 
Let's hope not. Wouldn't it be cool if he wasn't? Whatever. Anyway, I got a lot of work to do, so if this meeting's adjourned. Adjourned. Thank you, Captain. Donnie storms out. (laughs) (laughs) Can I make a a religion check on him? On Donnie? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, sure. I just want to see if that little tentacle comes back, you know? I haven't forgotten about that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, totally. Ooh. That's not great. Uh, oh, just kidding. Yeah, it is. 15. (laughs) (laughs) I have a good modifier. I forgot. I read my Bible. Yeah, just like as he's walking, you see that his face kind of falls and you see his eyes like start to turn black again. And then you kind of see him quickly like shake it off and like move out of the room. Okay, that's for tomorrow. Sick. <laughs> Tuck that into my back pocket. <laughs> we'll have that intervention later in private. Sick. <laughs> um, so does this party do anything else at Freight Crossing before you blast off for the Renegade Fleet? Should um, the Sturge is going to sort of start that campaign that you all talked about to see what can be done about the prisoners, if that's something you still want. Yeah, if we could somehow get the, I, I think in a nutshell, if we can get the gift to send force behind us without us necessarily taking them up on their offer, you know. We're kind oh, of trying see. to force their okay. hand, like, yeah, uh, gotcha. through public um, appearance. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to make... A let's see, we'll call this persuasion or deception. Which would you prefer? Deception. Yeah, I'm gonna make a check for the sturge. I think this will be. (laughs) Should I go? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I think this will be a three-part check, sort of like a death save. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Now, are you using the dice that you use on us in battle? (laughs) (laughs) And this could be the last one. Okay. So, (laughs) we will see how that turns out for you. Um, As the party proceeds, uh, you blast off out of Fake Crossing, um, and you make your way for the Zodean abyss, a place where few ships go. There's uh, nothing out there. It's sort of a wasteland, but there is a Zodiac gate, um, the final gate, it is sometimes called, uh, the one that has never been crossed. Um, You make your way there. The voyage is going to be relatively long. I do want to kind of speed through it, so there's something that you kind of want to do with your crew on your ship. Um, Let's deal with it now. Alright, um, there's just one thing I want to do with you. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. up? <laughs> I want to talk to Rat Snatch in private. Oh, sure. You just pull Rat Snatch aside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where are you having this private conversation? Uh, in a broom closet. In, okay, a cool. spli- in a janitor's closet. Yeah, as you call Rat Snatch over, you see Reg sort of like turn his head slowly over as Rat Snatch leaves. Um, but yeah, you and Rat Snatch are in the closet. Uh, hey. Um, hey, boss. Uh, what's up? What's good? <laughs> Hey, uh, if he mistreats you, you'll tell me, right? If there's something going on, you you can talk to me about it. He? Uh, who's he? I, all right, all right. I'm just, you know, I've, I'll let you know and I won't pry. Uh, but I wanted to give you this and I'll, I'll pull a letter out of my pocket. Uh, and this is a, a letter of recommendation I wrote uh, for, for Rat Snatch. Uh, if he 
so chooses to um, find a position on another ship, he can find it. He has a a way to get out if he wants. We really appreciate him stepping down to let our friend sort of... We we sort of screwed him over with some nepotism, so... I'll say all this to him. I'll say, look, we kind of screwed you over with some real nepotism here. And uh, uh, Reg ain't exactly the easiest person to work with, so... Uh, anyway, just to try to make things right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, give me a charisma check of your choice. Okay. I'm going to make it deception. <laughs> okay. Did you deception. forge the letter? This is a false letter. I suppose you do have a forgery. Everything I write is forged. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what is it supposed to be? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, that is an 18. Yeah, you see, he kind of like brushes away a tear and is like, wow. Nobody's ever done shit for me like this. It really means a lot to have somebody believe in you. (laughs) Nah, you know, I could learn a lot from uh, Master Reginald. I mean, he's uh, he's quite a a pilot. And, you know, I I gotta be humble. I gotta admit, yeah, there's some things I can learn from that kid. So I'll stick around, you know. I'm I'm not one to make a fuss or rock the boat, so to speak. But um, I really appreciate you coming to me like a man and uh, taking care of this. Yeah, you're a good captain. I I appreciate you too. Um, Dismissed. Um, He sort of like looks at you. You were both like like kind of very close to each other in a broom closet. He's like, oh, is that uh, that's it? Uh, Yes, that's it. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, sure, cool. All right, bye. And uh, he leaves the broom closet. And I just kind of like stay behind because I don't want to leave at the same time as him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give me a stealth roll, please. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a 14. Uh, yeah, you head out and you see, um, uh, uh, Rain Wainwright sort of like passes at the same time and she sort of like gives you like a look, an inscrutable look and kind of keeps walking. I don't like her. Uh, anything else on the ship before you hit the abyss? Um, I do want to um, just like very briefly talk to Donnie. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I just sort of want to um, uh, like approach him like in in private, um, or not necessarily like broom closet privacy, <laughs> but just like if like we're like mm-hmm. the only two like on the deck or whatever. Um, He's got quarters to, too if you want to like go to his room. Oh yeah, sure. I'll go to his room. Cool. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll knock on his door. Uh, yeah, he um he lets her in. Um, his room is extremely tidy. Uh, very like sort of clean. Uh, bed like perfectly made. Uh, he sort of lets you in. Oh, hey, Hart. What's up? It's um been a minute since we've been able to talk. I just wanted to see how you were doing. You mean since the uh, tentacle incident? Yes. Sure. No, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, still having the nightmares, but, you know, I guess it's just life. If you ever wanted to practice using it, you can. We can figure out a training schedule or something. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'd like that, yeah. I've been practicing a little bit. I think I'm getting better at controlling it, but sometimes if I get too worked up, it's harder to stay in control. Affirmative. It might be easier if there's someone else there. Thanks, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I know where Birdie is. I've sort of been 
like not not anything bad just sort of just been like kind of watching what he's kind of done online just because he's not very careful about that sort of thing it's easy to do so I could make contact I guess but I'm afraid to oh why because we didn't end on good terms and I don't know he's got this whole like pirate life now and maybe he doesn't want anything to do with me Maybe, but I have a feeling he misses you as much as you miss him. Uh, roll for persuasion. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is always how these go. Um, that is a solid eight. Yeah, maybe he does, like anyone would ever fucking miss me. Uh, sorry. Um, I'll contact him. It's for the good of the mission. And I don't want people to get hurt because I was being stupid. I don't think you're being stupid. And if it would make you feel more comfortable, one of us could reach out to him. No. It should be me. Okay. And then I I ruffle his hair the way I saw Lucinda ruffle reins. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I, I, I let him, I leave him be. Uh, that leaves Rain. Rain, do you have any business? Yeah. Uh, the one thing I want to do with uh, two is I want to... I want to try and stage away. I think, like... <clears throat> I think I'm, like, hanging out somewhere and I'm, like, trying... I'm trying to, like, stage... That I'm trying to... I'm trying to create uh, another spell in my watch. Mm-hmm. But I just can't figure it out. I like <laughs> I, it's such a hard spell, and I have like a bag of bugles and sprite, and like I'm just like I have them on my like fingers, and I'm just like sitting there scratching my head, and uh, I'm trying to like get to his attention. Uh, sure. Uh, two things: rain. Uh, not rain. A uh, heart. Give me a quick perception check, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, 18. Okay. Yeah. You, um, just have been tracking that, uh, rain two has sort of been like, kind of like trying to get at the device, um, the clean slate, uh-huh. um, hasn't like outright stolen it yet, but has like sort of, you can just like tell that she's been kind of tracking your movements I'm um, sort of tracking like your fanny pack. I think you maybe put it down once and like you caught her like very close to it. You just have a feeling that like, she's like sort of um um after it. Um, and as Rain, you go down to like the engineering core to pl- play this ruse, which I am going to make you roll for. You see that she <laughs> has kind of shortly taken over the engineering core and has sort of cowed all of the engineers that used to work down here into like kind of following her commands. And it seems like a bad situation. You haven't spent a lot of time down here, but it <laughs> seems like a really sort of tense work environment as she's like sort of made improvements and such. Uh, give me a performance check for whatever you're doing right now. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's pretty badass, to be honest with you. Hey, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just said it happened. <laughs> I rolled a one. Okay, great. <laughs> a dirty one. Um, she like sort of um sighs and like puts down um her like tablet and turns to you and she's like, "You obviously want my attention. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck around anymore. I uh, the way you've I been have... eating those chips is disgusting. By the way, what? Yeah. They're How not. are you a clone of me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I go, <laughs> kum, 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 kum. <laughs> I'm a perfect copy of you, Rain. You should keep that in mind. No, you're like a little. Anyway, look, this. I'm working on this spell, and it's a cool spell. It it lets me kind of like spy on anyone, you know, keep an eye on anything interesting. I might be, you know, you know, trying to you know, keep tabs on. And I just, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to program this spell. It's a high level one. Shocking. So this ruse, you wanted me to look at the spell because you wanted some sort of bonding situation with me? Or do you actually not know how to cast your own spells? Are you that incompetent? Okay, you little shit. All right, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen, little shit. I think we need to bond. And I don't know what your fucking problem is. I don't know why you're being so difficult. But I think it would be fun. Do you know what I think would be fun? Is what? if you clean the airlock while I supervise. Can't you get one of the engineers to do that? I've already had an engineer thrown out of the airlock. I want to do it to you. You want to throw me out of the airlock? I think it would be fun. You want to bond, right? How about I kick your ass? That's how we'll bond. How about you fucking try, you <laughs> basic, <sighs> stupid uh, loser? A tackler. Let's do another Wrestle. Check. I wrestle with my little sister. No, that we, is bonding. <laughs> we all get calendar notifications at the same time. It's Rain's birthday and Rain 2's birthday on the exact same day. <laughs> uh, how'd you do athletics? Let me tell you. You're uh, to my roll athletics. High. Yeah. My athletics was a 16. Uh, she pins you down. The same ah. thing happened to, to, to Santa. Uh, she pins you down and she's like, you don't get it yet, do you? I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Um, and then you feel like kind of like water sort of dropping on the back of your head as she has you pinned down to the ground. It seems like she's um, crying. And she's like, I'm perfect. I'm better than you in every way. Don't ever forget it. Hey, kid, let my arm go for a second, just a quick second. She releases, but she's still like kind of on her guard. Like she's okay. got like her hands up like claws. <laughs> With the bugles. <laughs> why, why do you care so much about being better than me? Because that's why I was designed. But wouldn't you want to be different than me? Just completely different? Yeah. Well, I wasn't really given that choice, was I? Well, I mean... The people that were stopping you from doing that before are not around right now. And my daddy's still alive. Sure. But what do you want? You want you want to prove to him that you're me? Or do you want to be your own person? Uh, role persuasion. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Please. <laughs> Please. Let me learn something from heart. Twelve. Uh, she's going to combat that. Let me reach these kids. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm notoriously bad at that. You don't want to learn from me. <laughs> um, she sort of like crosses her arms and like turns away from you. 
I want to be... I want to be better than everyone, not just you. I want to be the best there ever was. I think that's a very unique and cool thing. Yeah? You have a lot of drive. I mean, look at these nerds. I point at the engineers. Like, ah! one is like... <laughs> scrubbing the... Yeah. I mean, I came in here. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the way that you commanded this room, I've never seen someone do that before. Well, technically. And I'm not saying this to be nice. But anything I'm capable of should be within the realm of reason for you. Yeah, but I mean, I like crouch down a little bit. I'm like, well... Think about it. Like, I think a lot of humans are the same way. You know, we all are capable of great things. We're all capable if we work hard enough and we and we really dig into the things that make us unique and different people and the things that we love. That's what separates us. That's what makes us unique. If we keep trying to focus on other people's successes, other people's happiness, we just we become shells of ourselves. And that's something that's just great about humans is, is we can do our own thing, you know? A lot of the people that were studying to do, you know, hacking, any sort of engineering, they they were all fucking squares. They're, they're all like these engineers here, you know? You see one of them has burst into tears at your speech. Yeah. And then you do that and they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You see off. what I'm saying? But like, you know... I, I'll be honest with you, and I think this is pretty crystal clear. I've made it a very clear... I've made it a, a point not to let anyone tell me how I should live my life. How I should enjoy the things that I enjoy doing. How I should speak. Anything. I just... I like the things I like, and I do the things I do because I like doing them. And I think in order for you to be great and separate yourself from all the same engineers that are here, the same humans on, on in the void, I'm just interested in finding what are the things that you like? What are the things that make you different? And so that when you could take all that ambition, you could do something really great with it. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Maybe one of the things you could try to be really good at is brushing your teeth because you smell like corn chips. But thanks for the advice. I'll keep that in mind. If you don't mind, though, I do have a lot of work to do down here, so. <laughs> Can I roll insight to see if that's her shitty way of saying that she actually did take the advice? Yeah, go for it. And you are looking into a mirror, so go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay, cool. Uh, 13? Yeah, I'll have her. Yeah, I mean, this is classic rain. Deflecting yeah. through being mean. This is who yeah. you kind of <laughs> used to be before you met maybe the friends you're with right now. And right, I, uh, yeah, I say, all right, well, I'll see you later. And I give her a noogie. If you touch me, I'm going to bite your fucking fingers off. All right, well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> As I grab the bag of bugles and I eat them on my way out. Um, your ship barrels through the void. Um, you reach the Zodiac Gate. Um... I guess Red Reggie inputs the uh, proper sigils to um, command the gate to open, and you pass through, flying at the speed of light, bending time and space to another part, a vacant part of the galaxy. Um, and as the gate begins to light up and your ship begins to pass through, 
um, Donnie sort of runs up to the bridge and yells out to you, Xander, Xander, wait, I, I got in contact with Bertie. Don't. And <laughs> Reg goes through the game. And when you come out, you arrive in the middle of a battlefield. And that's where we'll stop. He's happy he's alive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where? Oh, God, we haven't done this like so I know. So <laughs> I'm just like, how do we Who get out of this? Is it you? Uh, sweet, sweet B. Yes. If people are glad that we're alive, where can they find us to tell us? You can find us where you can find anything. The internet. Uh, you can find us on social media at The Pod Has Been Cast on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website. And you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at The PHB Cast. And you can use all of those social media websites to tell your friends that we're alive and to listen to our podcast to keep us alive. Uh, Carlos, are, please, please, God. Yes. <laughs> Carlos, are there any annoying little siblings out there we need to be nuggying? Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking a lot about the the fan art that, um, the art that Marty made for us. Uh, and it reminded me of all the cool stuff that was coming out at the beginning of the show. So I wanted to shout those people out again. For those of you who, um, you know, in your own art style, with your own art utensils, made fan art for the show. It's just so cool to look back on that and 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 see that it came out of your imagination and and how you imagine the characters. So even if you're not drawing up the characters, but have like a really cool idea of like what a scene looks like, or like you know you're like me and imagine like anime openings for the show. Like <laughs> like I love that so much. So thank you so much for that. Um, and a lot of the fan art that we got at the beginning was inspiration for Marty's art. We submitted a lot of those pieces to Marty, uh, because we, we agree like a lot of all the ways that you imagine the characters, it, it fits perfectly, uh, in our minds and in our hearts. So thank you so much for sharing all that. And... Finally, I think we have new Patreons, but I don't. I didn't put dates next to them, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think we announced them at the end of the last one, so I get this. This is a new Patreon. Oh, we uh, camera the camera pans, uh, James Cameron style, perhaps over an ocean of water. You see blue tailed people swimming, fucking. I assume I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I'm just, I saw it twice, and I it was bad. It was a bad film. Let's see. But um, <laughs> there's oh the whales. The whales are coming. They're there too, and they're singing songs about the patrons. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A huge reveal. Uh, the Hall of Patrons has been located on Planet Avatar this whole time. Um, <laughs> we see these uh, sculpted, beautiful bronze nude statues, and a brand new uh, nude sculpted bronze statue has been added to the collection and it's none other than the visage of the goddess emily b emily b welcome to the hall of patrons uh god we're we thrilled thank you 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, we love all of our Patreons. Um, they are the lifeblood that keeps us flowing. If you want to be um, like uh, um, the beautiful people that I'm about to name in quick succession, can you tell it's been like almost a month since we recorded? <laughs> 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 then hop on over to Patreon.com. I'm talking about Emily B., Luca, Eric Payne, Desmond Universe, Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weissman-Holler, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Rhea Strong, scrolling up, uh, Nick Bromley, and of course my big brother, Juan. If your um, name is is missing from this list and, and you think it should be there, uh, go ahead and double check your credit card information. Some, we had some credit card uh, lapse in the new year, so uh, if you got a new one or if your information changed, double check it. If not, hey, we still we still fucking love you. Listen, I love you. <laughs> I love you like like the father you wish you had. Um, and <laughs> with that, <laughs> gay men, gay men. Um, gay let's men. go over to my favorite. Uh, Place in the universe. It's Robert's court. God, I really fucked this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are. Corner pieces. If you want to watch a guy feed a hundred hot dogs to about fifty raccoons on his porch, you look up James Blackwood, the Raccoon Whisperer. <laughs> do, do That's I? All I have to say this week. You realize my, my dreams you know would come true tonight. <laughs> hey, folks, cancel your Netflix subscriptions. Forget Wednesday. Go watch The Raccoon Man. <laughs> um, Get the fuck out of my house. I'm exhausted. All right. <laughs> bye. The raccoons are out there. Oh, raccoon! <laughs>